The beautiful Adirondack wilderness can get dicey and hostile in a hurry. Fortunately, we have some trained safety and rescue experts working all over the region and the state, really. They're the New York State Forest Rangers, and they save people's lives. The state provides their gear to do these rescues, but rangers say it's not enough, and they have to buy their own gear on their own dime. A new foundation is trying to help out. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day is provided by Renew Architecture and Design. Designing camps, custom homes, and more throughout NCPR's listening region. Details at RenewArchitecture.com. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Tuesday, October 10th. First up, a coalition of environmentalists is urging Governor Kathy Hochul to support a new bill that would address climate change. It would require polluters to pay for New York's climate adaptation projects in her upcoming state budget. WSHU's J.D. Allen reports the measure was stalled last legislative session. By 2030, climate change is expected to cost New York an estimated $55 billion. The Climate Change Superfund Act could shift the responsibility of paying for shoreline restoration and other climate-resilient infrastructure projects to the fossil fuel industry and other corporate polluters. Margaret Marr is a Long Island volunteer with Food and Water Watch. Climate change is devastating. As a grandmother... I worry about my grandson and future grandchildren. How can these innocents be burdened with devastation of climate change brought on by big oil and nothing is really being done? Marr joined environmental protests in Mineola as well as Buffalo and Albany to urge the governor to support the measure. The fossil fuel industry opposes the measure, which would make them pay a combined $3 billion a year. For North Country Public Radio, I'm J.D. Allen. New Yorkers are generally more pessimistic about their personal finances. That's the upshot of a poll released yesterday by the Siena College Research Institute. It shows that consumer sentiment in the third quarter across the state fell compared to the second quarter, although the index was slightly above a survey on consumer confidence for the nation as a whole. Institute Director Don Levy says inflation is likely a big factor in these numbers, particularly when New Yorkers head to the supermarket. Almost 80 percent of New Yorkers say that the cost of food is having a serious negative impact on their finances. So that's been lingering. And you add to that this now this growing sentiment that it's just not a time to make a purchase. So it does look like inflation continues to have a uh, a dramatic toll. The latest Siena poll also shows that fewer New Yorkers are planning to buy expensive items like cars, furniture and appliances compared to the previous quarterly survey. New York forest rangers work in some dangerous and difficult conditions. They fight wildfires, lead rescues overnight and in the dead of winter. They rappel from helicopters to airlift injured hikers off mountains. But some rangers say the state isn't giving them enough gear to do their jobs. As Emily Russell reports, a new foundation aims to raise money to fill those gaps. Forest ranger Andrew Lewis has a lot of gear, stuff that's meant to keep him safe when his job gets dangerous, like different kinds of helmets. There's a helmet for fire. There's a helmet for rope rescue. There's a helmet for swift water. 
There's a helmet for ATV operations, helmet for the snowmobile. Um, So lots of helmets. Those are all helmets issued by New York State. Rangers also are issued jackets, a hiking pack, a headlamp, micro spikes, and crampons. Lewis works in the Adirondack High Peaks. He remembers what it was like graduating from the Ranger Academy back in 2016. At first, you're given a lot of gear, right? And you come out of the gate as a new Ranger, you're like, man, I just got a lot of gear. This is awesome. Then you start getting into what you're really doing, and you start realizing, man, I need, I need that really bad. Like mountaineering boots, packable hip waders, extra puffy jackets. And rangers not only have to think about gear for themselves, they also have to think about the people they're helping in the woods. People who may be hurt, hypothermic, or hungry. So here's, here's a backpack. I've got quite a few, of course, because they all have a different purpose and a different season and everything. Um, I've met Lewis outside his home in the Adirondacks. He's pulled packs and bins of gear from his ranger truck and laid it all out on his lawn. He grabs one of his packs and starts pulling out gear. A couple extra headlamps. We always have a bunch of headlamps because we're always handing them out. Because we're often helping people that don't have them, right? Freeze-dried meals, some fuel, How much of this stuff is, like, would the state buy for you? Uh, None of, I bought all this stuff that you see here. He's also used his own money to buy multiple sleeping bags, skis, snowshoes, heavy-duty mittens, and lots of warm layers. Lewis says he learned the hard way that he needs to carry extra puffy coats in his pack. And again, not only for himself, but for folks he may be rescuing. Lewis remembers a rescue when he sweat through his only jacket. And I'm standing there freezing, going, okay, I know what I got to buy now. And guess what? That night, I'm on the internet shopping. And that's a daily occurrence for a new ranger. I spoke with a few new rangers on background for this story. One said they've spent about $4,000 of their own money on gear so far. Another said they had to buy a $400 pair of insulated mountaineering boots. That far surpasses the state's annual boot stipend of $150. So Lewis and two other rangers have taken matters into their own hands. They started the Forest Ranger Foundation, a nonprofit to raise money for gear and training. Lewis says it's a way to fill the gap from what the state provides to what rangers say they really need. The foundation is saying we're here to relieve the burden of some of that, right? Like it's a need. It's frustrating that it can't be met. But there's another way. They launched the foundation back in August. At the time, their boss, D.C. Commissioner Basil Sagos, applauded their work. I couldn't be more proud of the rangers starting a foundation. I mean, the state police have a foundation as well. Um, That's really important for the sort of sustainment of the ranger uh, family for years to come. The police foundation funds trainings as well as college scholarships and relief aid for trooper families. The ranger foundation will fund trainings, but it's also focused a lot on getting them more gear, better gear. But Sagos said back in August that's not necessary. He said rangers shouldn't need to turn to the foundation for gear. We absolutely have the resources. I've told uh, my command staff, get them whatever they need, whether it's you know new boots, clothing, um, sleeping bags. That's certainly their goal. It's not possible. Um, it just isn't. Adirondack Forest Ranger Andrew Lewis again. He said he's tried to work with management on buying gear and partnering with outdoor brands, but it's really complicated and bureaucratic. Every one of the 155 rangers around New York State is different. They have different needs and desires. They work in different conditions. 
And Lewis says state protocols make even the simplest purchase into a complex or even impossible one. The foundation is not saying you've failed us and we have to now fix this. We're saying, okay, this is a very challenging heavy lift to properly outfit these widely diverse forest rangers doing widely diverse things. Let's step in and help out and try to meet these needs so that rangers aren't getting bitter or being under-equipped. Since the launch of the foundation in mid-August, Lewis says they've raised about $7,500, though he says they haven't really had time to do much marketing or outreach. They've been really busy with rescues lately. But Lewis is hopeful. He says their target donors are folks who know how important it is to have well-equipped rangers. If you're somebody that recreates, if you like to push the limits in the woods, you want to know that the best possible responders are coming for you with the best possible equipment. And the best possible training. Lewis's goal is that the foundation will fund trainings that will make New York State Forest Rangers among the most skilled search and rescue teams in the world. Emily Russell, North Country Public Radio, Keene. Human profiles and issues like that one. Stories from the grassroots up. That's why you listen to Story of the Day and to North Country Public Radio. We introduce you to regular people making a difference in the North Country, pointing out problems, trying to solve them. Yeah, we cover the politicians too, but our specialty is putting real people in their own words on the radio. It's local journalism at its best and most important. Help pay for the journalists to reach those people, your neighbors, with a donation at ncpr.org slash give. It's our fall fundraiser right now, and the success of public radio depends on you. Give now as generously as you can, ncpr.org slash give, and thank you so much. Music today by Eddie Lawrence of Moira and Martha Gallagher of Keene. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.